0: Welcome to the Total Man Podcast, a podcast designed to enlighten and empower young men on how they can be well-rounded to be their best in life. This podcast will help you to maximize your authenticity in order to live a life that is true to how your creator has designed it. I and my guests will share practical insights and nuggets that will help you break the glass ceiling of beliefs and limitations that has hindered you from becoming a well-rounded man episodes we released fortnightly will help you understand how to live beyond the myths, limitations and expectations placed on the male gender by yourself and the society at large. I am your host, Oluwaseye Akinshola. Hi there, how are you today? Trust you well, trust you're doing well. Welcome to the second edition of the Total Man Podcast. In this edition, we're going to be talking about redefining masculinity. In the first edition, you know, I I mentioned about some myths that, you know, that is injuring many men from revealing, from, from living their best life, from fulfilling all that God has created them to, you know, to be. So today we're going to be looking at some of these myths. There are many more. but. I'll just you know I'll just be debunking, you know just quite a few, and and I hope it's you, you're going to be blessed by it. I hope you're going to be liberated because the plan of God is for each and every one you know of us that He has created to live an authentic life, to live a life from our core, you know, to live a life that is true to ourselves. Because what this meat has done and has done is that it has made many men to live a life that is not theirs. They have suppressed their life. They are living to please other people. They are living, you know, to to be acceptable to others. They are living so that they will not, they will not be seen as less of who they are, as less of a man. And these are, you know, the myths that many of us, as you know, have have believed in. And it has, and it has ruled many people. It has ruined many people. It has made many men to suppress, you know, some of the things that should be expressed. So the first thing that we're going to be looking at today, that many men have believed, and all the society at large has believed about men, about you know, masculinity, is that men don't cry. I'm sure you, at some point you two may have heard that, you know, that men don't cry. That, you know, you know, it could be a, a little child trying to express, you know, the, you know, his, his emotion, trying to cry. And, and, the mom, and the mother would say, you know, don't you know that men don't cry? Don't you know that, you know, the male gender don't cry? Are you not a man? Can't you just, you know, just man up? I'm sure many of us would have heard that or seen that being said to someone. But I want to say to you today that it's okay to cry as a man if you need to if you if you found yourself in a situation whereby you need to express you know your emotions you need to let out some things you know you're 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 in a in a, an unplugged on a palatable situation and you just need to express yourself it's okay to cry As in, and this does not demean you this not does not lessen you this does not show that you're weak you crying does not depict that you are less of a man. Because this is what many of us, what would be made to believe that when you cry, when you show your emotions, whether when you cry that you, you are less of a man, that you are weak. But when I see a man cry, what it depicts to me is a man that is, that is secured in himself and that is in touch with his emotions it's okay to cry. It's okay to let out your emotions through tears. It doesn't, it doesn't demean you as a man. And because I'm, 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 I'm someone of, of faith, you know, of the Christian faith, I would like to share two examples with you of, of men in the Bible, you know, that that cried. That, that, they, they, you know, they even went, you know, deeper than crying. They wept. And this doesn't change the fact that they are men this doesn't demean them this doesn't lessen them of their masculinity the first example i'm going to share today is our lord jesus christ in 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 john 11 you know in the the story in john 11 was about jesus friend lazarus you know which you know the death of lazarus you know jesus was informed that his friend lazarus Has died. So whilst Jesus was doing what he he was doing, he told his disciples that Lazarus hasn't died, that he's just asleep. So he, he went on doing all he was doing and allowed days to pass. On the fourth day, Jesus, you know, told his disciples and said, Let's go to our friend Lazarus and wake him up. But when Jesus got to, to Lazarus, you know, place, when he got to his residence, he saw people weeping. He saw the sisters of Lazarus in the and matter. They were weeping. Everyone was weeping. You know, people were, you know, there were mourners there that were weeping with them. Jesus could have said, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm a man, you know, if I, I don't want to show that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moved with, with what is happening. Jesus could have you could have manned up you know because in this in in our day and age many of us we are being told to man up so that you know when you, when you when you when you when you carry a straight face when you you know that when you man up when you when you show that you are you know th- that you are strong that you know that that shows that you are strong but no Jesus, you know when Jesus saw them Jesus was compassionate he didn't need to cry Jesus didn't need to weep he knew what he wanted to do. He knew that he was there, you know, to wake Lazarus up. He knew his assignment. He knew what he was there to do. But because of his compassion, Jesus wept with the people. As he was led to where they laid him, the Bible recorded that Jesus wept and Jesus weeping did not lessen him Jesus weeping did not did not make him less of a man did not reduce you know the, the the honor that he deserved you know in today is our perfect example its his weeping on that day did not change that but all he showed to us was a man that is full of compassion, a man that is secured in himself, a man that is in touch with his emotions and is ready to show, you know, to show it forth. a man that is not, you know, that that is not being boxed by what people are saying. And that did not stop him from from doing what, you know, what he came, you know, to do, from from providing the solution that he was, you know, that, that he came to provide but he just showed a man that was in touch with his emotions. The second example that I would like to cite is Nehemiah in the book of, you know, for, you know Nehemiah chapter one. When, you know, when, when he got the news about the broken wall of, of Jerusalem, you know, he, 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 he wept for days. As he interceded, you know, he wept. And his weeping does not make him less of a man, does not make him less of who he is. And now, one thing I would like to say is that it's okay to weep, but after you've cried, after you've wept, then you need to go on and provide the solution to the problem at heart. Weeping is a way to express you know, your emotions is a, a way to let go of, you know, probably the pain, the disappointment, you know, some of the things, you know, like some things that are toxic. It's a way to just let it go. But as after you've you're done weeping, you need to, uh, you know, attend to the situation, you need to provide the solution. After Jesus wept, you know, in, 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 in the scriptures, John eleven thirty five says Jesus wept, but that was not the end of it. After Jesus wept, he went ahead to raise Lazarus. He went ahead to profess solution to the problem at hand. Likewise, Nehemiah, after he wept, he went ahead to profess a you know, solution to the broken wall of Jerusalem. You know, He went ahead to put things in place. He took action. So what I'm trying to say is that weeping is not enough. It's not the end. So after you've expressed your emotions after you've wept after you've cried then you need to prefer solution to the problem at hand quickly we're going to move on to the second to the second myth that many you know many of us have believed and which is that men are the opposite of women well Men and women, we are created differently by God. We have differences, you know, we have differences, but we shouldn't forget that we have similarities too. We are not, you know, a a man is not completely opposite to a woman. You know, you know, biologically, you know, the, the way we are formed, you know, we are different, but there are similarities too. Because if we, you know, if we focus only on the differences, you know, between the differences between a man and a woman, then we'll create a stereotypical distortion. So the differences are there, but the similarities are there too. Because many people, many people have believed that a man is, you know, that a man is the complete opposite of a woman. There are differences, no doubt about it, but there are similarities too. There are similarities that brings, you know, them together. So another myth I would like to, I, I would like to talk about today is that is that, you know, that men are not emotional or men do not express affection this is a myth that many of us have believed for long we believe that you know a man just have to be just have to be you know strong head and he hasn't just have to be you know straight face you know just everything just have to be you know just have to be serious you know, We've just believed that a man just has to be serious, that masculinity is about you being serious, you being, you know, you being able to suppress your emotions. Women are, you know, women do express their emotions. And many of us, even the society, believe that women, you know, women should express, or women are free to express their emotions. But that men are meant to suppress it. I want to say no men are not meant to suppress their emotions men are not meant to suppress their affections if you are in any situation that warrants you to express your emotions that that warrants you to express your affections please go ahead and do it go ahead and, and show forth your emotions because you have blood flowing in your veins because God has created you with emotions. God has created you with feelings. Because many a times, many of us as men, we believed, you know, you know, we believed that you know what the society, we believe this meat so much that we suppress it. We are always serious all the time. And not because we do not want to show forth you know, our affection, not because we do not want to show forth our emotions, but because we are thinking that if we, you know, if we let this be, if we show forth our emotions, that if we, if we show forth our, you know, this side of us, that we're going to be seen as weak. That if we show forth this, you know, this side of us, that we're going to be seen as less of a man. And I'm here to say no it shows that you're authentic it shows that you're real and it shows that you're you're, you're present from your core because with this you're, you you know you are free you're free from within you're not trying to impress anybody and this is what we should all we should try to do you know as men that we should live from our core we should not be anybody we should not try to please others to please the society at the detriment of ours and that's why when we look at the statistics regarding mental health you know it, the you know the, the, the numbers are high with men because many times we bottle these things in many of us as men we bottle in you know we bottle so many ex, you know so many expressions you know so many things that should be expressed we bottle it in we we, know, we just we, we just cover it in because when we, because we believe or we think that when we let this out when we show it forth that other people will have a different expression of us. We want to be seen as someone that is in charge. We want to be seen as someone that is that has everything covered. Yes, it's good to it's good to have it all covered. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good to have everything in place in charge. It's good to be in charge. But when you are not in charge, it's also still good. It's also it's, it's also still okay when you're not in charge. We are not. You know, we are not God. So there will be there will be ups and downs, and that is the that is the truth about life. The, you know, the great people that made it in life, the, you know, the great people that are succeeding in life, you know, their life is not on a straight line. It's, you know, it's 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 a bunch of ups and down. They are up today, they are down tomorrow. You know, they learn from you know their down moments. They go up today. So as a man, it's okay not to have everything together. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be down sometimes. And when you are down, doesn't mean the end of you. Like the Bible said, the Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times, but he rises again. So when you find yourself on the, you know, on the ground, when you, when, when issues of life happened to you, and for some reason, you find yourself on the on the ground. You know, it could be at your place of work. It could be it could be regarding issues. You know that you're that, that you're doing that, that. You know that you're dealing with. It could be regarding several issues, and you find yourself at the lowest hem. Do not bottle it down. Do you know? Do not bottle it all in. Seek for someone you can talk to. Let them know that you could be vulnerable. Because many times, many of us as men would not want to be seen as being vulnerable, but there is power in vulnerability, it shows that you're authentic, it shows that you're real, it shows that you're operating from the you know from your core, and we get fulfilled by it. Because when we you know we, we've made to believe we, we, we've been made to believe that. It's only when you keep that serious face. It's only when, you, when you're serious all the time. That is what makes you a man. That is what makes you, you know, a masculine. It's, you know, someone that is in charge. But you're dying inside. That's the irony of the, of, of the matter. You know, many of these myths, many of us have believed it. But inside, we are dying. Inside, we are calling for help. But we believe that if we let it out, if we show it, if we show people that this is what is going on inside, that they will have an opinion of us that is not palatable. You deserve to live a true life. You deserve to live a life that is true to your core. Because God has created you as an authentic man, God has created you from your core. And don't let the myth that societies have, you know, as have, have, have come have confound. you know, you know, this this myth that, that people around have agreed that this is how it should be to confine you. Because many of us as men are confined based on this myth. So I'll go ahead. The fourth one is that, that men are great lovers and have an insatiable appetite for sex. This meat right there put many men under undue pressure to perform sexually. You know, it puts so many men on, you know, under undue pressure and this creates performance anxiety. So many men, they're, you know, they're anxious to, you know, to deliver. They're anxious like, you know, they want to show off. And what this would, you know, what this would do is that it will cripple your ability to perform. Because all you're after is that I don't want to let the guard down. I want to show that I'm a man. So you are not even true to yourself. You're not true to your abilities. You're not true to your, you know, to to your capacity. So what you, you know what happens is you want to you want to over deliver because you want to be seen that I'm a man. And all that happens is that you know it just reduces the whole show to you know to performance, and you are lost in it the satisfaction that you're supposed to get, you probably wouldn't get it. Because all, you know, because you're anxious to deliver. You're anxious to impress. And I want to tell us that, you know, if we find ourselves in this this situation, let's be ourselves. Be yourself. Be you. You're real. Let people know you for you. Because many times, many of us as men, we are taking on, you know, the face you know, the, the, the of other people. We are taking on the strength of other people. You know, we are trying to be other people and we are losing ourselves in, you know, in, 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 in the situation, you know, in, in, along the way, we are losing ourselves. We are trying to become who we are not. Forgetting that other people are taken. There could be, you know, God created original for each of us. Each of us is authentic. So when you try to become another person, when you try to tailor your life after someone else, then all you can be is a cheap carbon copy of the other person. And you ignore the original, the authentic you that you could be. What God wants from us is for us to be in touch with ourselves and grow from there, from you know, from there on. Not to be in competition with anybody. Not to be able to, you know, not not to be able to to please other people at the detriment of herself. Not to take on the personality of another person. Just because you're a man. Just because. You just want to show that you're always in charge, that you're always, you know, on top of your game. It's good to be on top of your game. It's good to be in charge. But when you find yourself not in charge, it's good to let people know that you're not in charge. It's good to let them know because it shows that you're real and it shows that you're in touch with your real self. And it shows that you're authentic. That you're you. So I would like, you know, to be you. Be you. Know you. Do you. Be you. Know your capacity. Know your limits. It doesn't change you from, 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 from being a man. We should not live to to the expectation of other people at the detriment of our own fulfillment, at the detriment of what, you know, of refinding kind of fulfillment in life. Because this is what has happened to many men. Many of us, we are living to please other people so that they can, you know, in order to keep the impression in their hearts that we are still men that we are still able to be in charge. You know, if you are not in charge, if if anything happens that makes things not go the way you want want it to go, acknowledge that things are not going as they should go and seek for help. Because what happens is that you now learn better ways not to do things again and that doesn't demean you. As a man, it doesn't it, do, it doesn't lessen you as a man. You were created a man, and you remain a man. And the last meat we're going to you know we're going to talk about today is that men are brave, big, and strong. Yes, that's you know that's true, for you know, but not all men. Not all men. Uh, you know not every man you know, every male is hefty. Not every male has six packs. Not every male you know is strong but that doesn't make you less of a man. You may not be strong you know you may not have the, the physical characteristics. You may not be strong physically. But you're strong mentally. You may not be strong physically, but you're strong emotionally. The person that appears to be hefty, to be huge, to be, you know, to be strong physically may not be strong emotionally. So don't write off yourself because you're not as, you know, your look is not as someone else. Because your look is not as your friend, because you, you're not as hefty as as someone else. Don't let that bother you. Because you've been created by God as you, you are in a class of yourself. Your physique, you know, you, you know, God created you in a class of your own. Does this mean that we shouldn't be fit? No. I'm not in any way saying that we should not be fit. We should not do exercise, but don't let it be that you're doing all you're doing so that you could fit into a template that people have formed of you. So that it could be because you want to please someone. So that it could be because, oh, this is how, you know, how people have said men should be. Or this is how people have said, oh, men do look. You are fine as a man. All you need to do is go in. As you're trying to do, you improve on you. Improve, you know, strive to be the best version of you. Try, you know, strive to be the best you that can ever be. And that is God's plan for us. Because as men, you know, as, as, as God's creation, there are different layers to us. And what God expects of us is, as we sojourn in this earth, he wants us to, you know, to begin to un- unravel the layers. So it's from one, you know, from one layer to the other. So we begin to discover ourselves. We begin to dig deep to know, you know, the you know, the, 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 the different aspect of us. We begin to walk, you know, towards his purpose for our lives. Each and every one of us has been created for a reason and for a purpose. You are not on hurt just to add to the numbers. You may look like someone else. You may look like other people. You may look like, you know, like your friend. You may look like your brothers. But you are here on a purpose. God has created you on a mission. You are on a mission to the earth. And you're unique in yourself. And that's why, no matter how you try to do it, the fingerprints of our hands are not the same. It's unique to you. The retina of your eyes is unique to you. There are features of your body that are unique to you. And what does this say about you? This, you know, this made me realize that you are unique. You are in a class of your own. in a world of your own. God created you originally. He created you authentically. He created you to live from your core. He created you to live a life that is pleasing to Him and a life that brings out the best of you, you know the best from you. He created you so that you can be the best version of yourself. But some, you know, some cases happens that whereby you know we just neglect our, you know, the, the 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 authentic us. We we neglect ourselves, and we try to, you know, we try to model after someone else. No matter how we try to do that, that will not lead us anywhere because that is not you. You're just trying to be someone else, and the best you can be is a cheap carbon copy of someone else. Nobody pays so much at- attention to a carbon copy when the original is there. So friends, you can be original. You are original. I want you to debunk this myth you know, that, you know, that is society, that men, you know, that people have, have formulated. Of how a man should be, of, of, of you know, of how masculinity should be. Because this meat has, has has confined many men. It has derailed many men from you know from achieving God's purpose for their lives, it has derailed many men from being authentic, it has made many men to suppress what should be expressed. So I want you today to to go over it again, if possible, and be liberated. Be you. God created you uniquely. You are not like your brother. There are some things in you that that is unique to you. Celebrate them. Celebrate your uniqueness. Celebrate what makes you different from other person. And I want you to know that you're not in competition with anybody, you're in competition with yourself, with your better self. There's this saying that that someone said, and I'd like to say it again. I'd like to say it here. The person said that there's one person that you should not meet in life. And that is the person that you should have been. And many times, many of us we are chasing after being other people, becoming other people, then we lose the person that we should have been. Then we lose our nursing, the great, you know, the, 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 the great things that God has embedded in us. Then we are depriving the world of our uniqueness. We are depriving the world of the solution that we carry. Because we are trying to fix, you know, because we are trying to fit into a box that has been set by people that we do not know. Because we are trying to align in a certain way that we think is acceptable by the world, that we think is acceptable by the society. And this does not in any way mean that we should not improve ourselves. This does not in any way mean that we should not learn from other people. But as we learn from other people, we should bring it, you know, to be us. Don't let anybody change you. Don't let anybody try to impose what is not on you. You know, try to impose their own, you know, their life, what works for them. Find what works for you. As a man, let find what works for you. And let's make use of it. The principles are general. We can learn principles. You know, there are principles out there that are general. Let's bring it and work it. You know, let's make it work. Let's personalize it so that it can work for us. So this is what I have for us today. To let you know that you're unique. You can redefine masculinity from how it has been defined before. You are unique. You are special. You are one of a kind. There's no one like you. Every one of us is special. Every one of us is unique. God did this intentionally. So I want you to know that you're unique, that you're special, and I hope you know this has blessed you. I, I you know, I hope you've been blessed by this, so you can go over this, you know, this meet again. As I said in the beginning of of this episode, that there are many other meets out there, but these are just five that just you know that I, that I think you know are, are you know many many of us you know, struggle with. And many of us have confined ourselves to them. So I want you to be liberated today. To be the best you can. To live a well-rounded life as a man. Till I see you again in the next episode. Keep being authentic. Keep being you. Thank you very much. God bless. Thanks for joining this week's episode of the Total Man Podcast. You can check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Shei Akinshola. As always, kindly rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that you can catch new episodes when they are released so that we can continue to bring you fresh and exciting content. Thank you.